Welcome to the series on demystifying the DSM. And today we are in the eating disorder chapter talking about binge eating disorder. And I'm gonna also try to differentiate each of these disorders from other types of eating disorders. So binge eating disorder has certain criteria like everything else in the DSM. The first criteria is that there's a reoccurring binge with kind of discreetness and you know secrecy into that binge and feeling like there's a lack of control. So that might sound familiar because we talked about that in bulimia nervosa, but each of these are distinctly different. Binge eating disorder does not have that compensation, but there is a clear reoccurring binge. So the binge looks the same as bulimia nervosa, however, there's no compensation. It is very important to distinguish actual binge eating disorder versus being overweight, right? I think sometimes people think anyone overweight has a binge eating disorder, and that is not the case. There's other criteria, okay? So that's the first criteria, that criteria A. Criteria B is that there's one or more of the following things going on. They eat rapidly. They eat to uh, past an uncomfortable fullness. They eat when they're not hungry or they binge when they're not hungry. They're embarrassed about the binge. And there is a feeling of like disgust in themselves, depression, and guilt. Okay, so this criteria B is not in the other disorders. So this is what distinguishes binge eating disorder from the other disorders. They have to have at least one of these things and oftentimes they have more than one. Criteria C is that it causes marked distress. So they have, they're either eating rapidly, past uncomfortable full, when they're not hungry, embarrassed about it, feeling disgusted, and it's a, it, there's a marked distress there. Criteria D, similar to um, bulimia nervosa, is that the binge occurs more than once a week and it's been going on for longer than three months. Again, no compensation type behavior. So remember that this is not just, you know, anyone that's overweight has this. It's causing marked distress for the person and creating an environment for treating that in an environment where someone can feel comfortable telling you about their binge eating. Similar to the other disorders, anorexia nervosa, bulimia, orthorexia, this is a behavior that's on the surface. The problem is actually underneath, right? Emotionally underneath this behavior. So focusing on the behavior, just stop doing that is is only going to trigger more secrecy in doing that. This is also, remember, you know, a lot of times, I remember when I was first going through nursing school and I would read all of these things and I'd be like, oh my God, I have this, I have that, I have this. And if you follow me long enough, you know that I do have some things um, actually for real. However, this is not just, I went out with my friends and I ate too much and I feel horrible. And maybe I do that, you know, too often, right? Going back to that criteria B, that there is this um, either disgust, embarrassment, 
you know, eating rapidly, even when you know that you're full, um, continuing to eat when you're no longer hungry to an excess. We all do that on occasion, um, but this is again, criteria C, causing marked distress. Similar to bulimia nervosa, mild, moderate, severe, extreme, it, you know, mild is one to three times a week, moderate is four to seven, and so on. The treatment, again, this is a behavior that's on top of something emotionally, mentally deeper. And so if you are in the field of psychiatry, psychology, you are working on yourself or trying to help a friend who's struggling with this disorder, know that don't focus on the behavior. If they tell you about the behavior, say, okay, how does that make you feel? How were you feeling before? What else is going on in your life? How can we help you to then have a stronger foundation so that we can, so that you, as the person struggling with this, can choose to stop, decrease, and eventually stop the behavior. So I talk about this in the bulimia nervosa video, so go back and watch it. But the mentally strong method is a great way for you to figure out what is underneath and then organize it and make choices in line with what you want. So in the mentally strong method, it is about being able to think through your problems, organize them, and make choices in line with what you want. Okay? So remember, binge eating disorder causes marked distress. This is not everyone who binge eats. Okay? Um, you know, they're, they're, you can binge eat on occasion and not have binge eating disorder. So make sure as we are diagnosing and even self-evaluating, we're looking at the whole criteria and making sure that we're using it to strengthen ourselves rather than beat ourselves up. Because I believe that you are mentally strong and that we can be on a mentally strong journey.